The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to P.I.'s Declassified, an inside look at the world of private investigators. Your host is Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator. Francie and her guests take you behind the scenes and into the genuine, sometimes gritty business of investigation. You'll hear stories from the trenches with plenty of surprises. Here's your host, Francie Kaler. Well, good morning. This morning I am just delighted to welcome Diana Guerin, D.L. Guerin, the author of two books regarding online dating scams or social media dating scams. Who is the man behind the screen, and is it a real soldier behind the screen? Good morning, Diana. Good morning, Francie. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show. This is such an important topic. So um, online dating has become so popular. I know, uh, I know a number of people that have... Um, are now married to their online dating person, and uh, it's, so it's become very, very popular. So, uh, but before we get into that, Diane, let's get a little bit about your background because even though I've known you for several years now, I don't really know about your background. So, tell us about that. <laughs> well, you know, I have been in sales and marketing, uh, branding uh, for the last thirty years. And for the last 15 years, I have worked exclusively with private investigators, former law enforcement, CIA, FBI, Secret Service, uh, helping them build their business. So I have been in the investigative arena for some time, Francie. You have, uh, and that's where I met you. Was, I yeah. can't remember how many years ago now. but uh, 2009, girl. Really? Okay, <laughs> okay, 2009. And, yeah. and yes, you gave great presentations on... Uh, marketing and branding and how your business is perceived and, and all of that. Very, very insightful. Uh, but this is, uh, this is a whole different track. Yeah, it is. And not one that I saw coming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, how you did know, you... Go ahead. Well, you know, there's over 120 million online daters and over 5,000 dating sites worldwide. Um, and many people say that they cannot be scammed, but that's a, a sense of false security because uh, everybody has a vulnerability. Um, mm. And, you know, I didn't even think of scammers when I went online dating. And, Francie, I have to tell you, you know, being with certified fraud examiners, nobody ever talked about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had no clue this was going on, so I was very naive. <laughs> Well, you're not alone. I mean, many people are, and even people who are very sophisticated may be uh, not unsophisticated about this issue. Correct, correct. And something I really want to say, you know, my platform is to educate. And, you know, if for anybody out there who has been scammed, 
The only thing they did wrong is they trusted somebody that was untrustworthy mm-hmm. because they really were manipulated psychologically. That's how it works. Yeah. Well, tell us and your story. Tell us your story, Diana. What happened? I will. You? you know, I mean, um, I've been building my business for years. Um, I have not dated in like, at that point, it was like eight years. And, and I really couldn't, you know, I was like, well, where would I find time for a man? So, you know, I wasn't really looking. And then one day uh, I was working and um, a dating site came onto my email and I was like, ah, what the heck? And I threw up my profile and uh, my picture and I went looking at the men and I actually hit on the scammer. Lucky me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for you. He didn't, he didn't even have to come and find me, yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I was really ready for a relationship at that point. It was like I had my business to a place that I thought I was ready. But, um, you know, he was a professional, Francie. And I did my due diligence. He said he lived in San Diego. He had a, a phone number for San Diego. He had a construction business, and as you know, we develop websites, and he had a professional website done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found him on Switchboard. I found him on White Pages. I checked him out on Checkmate. I did not find out if he had a contractor's license in California. Shame on me. <laughs> Have you checked since, and he didn't? He did not, no. Interesting. No. And it was around Easter time that I had met him, so I had sent him an Easter card. And, of course, it was returned, but way after the fact, after Uh, I lost my money. uh, So, you know, everybody has a vulnerability, right? Right. And scammers tap into that. They listen very closely. They find that vulnerability. And mine is I'm a romantic. I mean, bottom line, I really am, Francie. And he played that trait of mine like a fiddle. And the best way I can explain it is that it was euphoric. And I work with a lot of victims now, Uh and they say the same thing. Very Uh euphoric. I mean, you know, these men are very good at what they do. So anyway, you know, um, within eight days, I was questioning things. And I'm going, you know, this is a little too good to be true. And I shared that with him, that I was questioning things. And on day nine, he left for China. He supposedly, by the way, everything is supposedly in my world anymore, Francie. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know, left for China. And the next day, it became urgent. He was in trouble, and he Mm. needed money. And his story was that, you know, he had taken in tools in his suitcase, which you're not allowed to do going into China, and that he either paid a fine or he went to jail. Well, one of my clients does counter-espionage, and I remembered him talking about China. So I called him, and I asked him, I said, this is the story I'm getting, you know, would this be true? And he said, absolutely. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I didn't do my due diligence, okay? Yeah. And fortunately, you know, I have access to people that most people don't have access to. Mm-hmm. Now, did I do a background check on him? I did not because I wasn't going to meet him. Right. If I would have been going to meet him in person, I would have had a background check run on him first. But all of this happened, like I said, within 10 days. Wow. And on day 11, you know, I sent him $3,500. Did you really? Yeah. And it was as a loan. I mean, you know, he was in trouble. I've traveled, I've been in trouble, you know, and as human beings, 
we help people. We should anyway, mm-hmm. you know, but we can't in today's world. That's the key. That's the key. So, you know, and then after that, he became strange. And on day 18, he asked me for 11 grand. And I said, oh, this is a scammer. What, and what was his story then for 11 grand? Uh, his story then was, you know, that um, he needed more supplies uh, to work. I mean, Francie, I went through so many stories with this man because I kept boxing him in, okay? Mm-hmm. Because now I wanted to know who the hell took my money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> who, who took my money? So we went through scam story after scam story, and then he wanted money because he was going to come home to me, $2,800. I said, well, darling, here's the thing. I know somebody who works for Delta, and I got you a free pass to come home. You don't need any money. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) okay. You know, and all of a sudden, then he couldn't come home, right? So, um, you know, he was hurt. He had to pay for hotel. I mean, the stories just went on and on and on. And, uh, you know, and I had shared with him who I worked with and what I did, and he actually became a little bit afraid, and he did come clean with me, Francie. He did. Interesting. Interesting. And, you know, and it was so funny because we were already on Instant Messenger. Look, when I started this, I didn't even know how to do Instant Messenger. He taught me. I mean, you know, I just didn't do this kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he came, we were on Instant Messenger, and he's like, come online, I want to show you who I am. And I'm thinking, uh, darling, we're already online, but okay, I'll come online, you know? Right. <laughs> so he was really afraid, and he ended up being a 25-year-old guy out of Nigeria. Okay. And um, he said he worked for a big guy out of China, which I wired the money to China, and he said he made only $200 out of the 3500 Hmm. Do I believe him? No. You know, I mean, come on, they're scammers. They lie for a living, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but, you know, I wanted him to work with me to teach me things for, you know, writing the book because I, I knew I was going to write a book to educate At people. At this point, you knew you were going to write a book. I did. I yeah. did. And, you know, and I had already started chatting. I went out fishing, so to speak, for other scammers. And I chatted with a total of 26 of them. Out of 26, five of them came clean with me. Out of five, three of them started working with me and teaching me how they do it from the inside. Why would they do that? <clears throat> you know, that's a good point, Francie. <laughs> Why would they tell you their know. tricks? Maybe the I have a magic about me. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Um, you know, honestly... Uh, two of them, they're very young. Most of the scammers are between the ages of 10 and 28, okay? Okay. And when I, when I think of a scammer, I'm thinking of an older man. Right, yeah. Reason. Interesting. But that's not true. Most of them are very, very young. And what they want, and I told them, look, I don't want to bust you. I want information. I want to make a change. So they're really hoping for a change for Nigeria, too. Because the youth there have nothing. There's no future for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, Nigeria, <laughs> we all know what Nigeria is about. But Diana, you you're know? ruining their business. I am ruining their business, <laughs> and I'm going to continue to ruin their business. You bet I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's the whole thing of why I want to educate Francie, because here, here's the thing. 
is if we educate and people have knowledge, then they won't give the money, and then the scammers' income will be cut off through this avenue. And they have many ways to scam, but, Francie, what I'm concerned about is this way, because it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. It's not just money. It's somebody's heart. And working with these victims, they're devastated. I mean, I was in and out in 11 days, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm working with ladies who have been in it for six years, three years, two years. I mean, you know, loss of time of their life, loss of money, and their heart is broken. They've been betrayed. But, you know, I, I've got to say, wouldn't the first red flag be that, they were at, that this person is asking for money and you've only known him 10 days? Well, Absolutely. But here's the thing, and unless somebody's gone through it, they really don't understand it. Yeah, I know. That, <laughs> Probably that, honestly, I mean, I would have, you know, first of all, I would never think you could fall in love online, number one. That was my perception. And you know I deal in perception, so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever our perception is, it is. But, you know, I call it, the very first chapter of my book is called Molestation for Money. And the reason that I call it that is because these scammers use the same grooming process that a child molester would use. Hmm, interesting. Okay, Okay. tell me more about that. Okay, the first thing they do is they gain your trust. All right? And how do they do that? Well, they're always showing up. They're always there, okay? Um, If you ask them for documentation, let me tell you, these guys have documentation out the wazoo. Mm -hmm. They can provide any documentation you ask them for. Of course, it's all fake, but they're very good at making it appear real. Okay. They're very good. They send flowers. They send chocolate. They would even send money. They send gifts. Some women have even received diamond rings. Hmm. It's amazing. And so they gain your trust, and then they isolate you because somewhere within your being, it's like, you know, something might not be right here, so you're really not telling people about it. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they isolate you, and then they get you to fall in love with them. And, you know, many, you know, because then when I started, you know, chatting with 26 of them, I would see it again and again, was the question of, what do you think of me now? Or how do you feel about me now? And they're testing the waters is what they're doing with that question. Because they will never ask for the money. At least a professional will not, okay? A a beginner, they're crazy. It's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anybody should be able to spot a beginner, okay? Okay. But a professional is very, very good at what they do. And a lot of times, Francie, they'll they'll take you for a month, two months, three months, even six months before they would ever ask for money. Mm -hmm. So, um, So they gain your trust. They get you to fall in love with them. Um, a big thing that they do is make you feel like you're already their wife because they, their thought is that a wife will do anything for their husband. Okay. So they get you into that role play. They get you into that. Um, and, you know, once you're there and once they have your heart, and this is what everybody needs to hear, I don't care who you are, how professional you are, how educated you are. The heart has a mind of its own. Hmm. That's, an right? interesting, that's an interesting thought. Okay. It does. And once your heart is involved, you cannot see what you should be seeing. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now all you're doing is feeling. 
You know, do you remember, you know, in high school or college, Francie, and one of your friends would be going out with a guy, and you would see all these things about this guy, and you're going to her like, well, what are you doing? Don't you see this, this, and this? And mm-hmm. she's going, see what? Mm-hmm. Well, that of course, it even, it even happens today as adults when you see a friend of yours get involved with somebody else, Yeah. 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 You know, so there it is. It's like once you're involved with your heart, you just don't see what other people see. Mm-hmm. And they keep you isolated. They keep you busy. They keep you to themselves. So you're not talking about this with your friends. So therefore, they've got it. And then, of course, when they ask for money, it's the big thing that, the, you know, the same thing that a child molester would, would say is, you know, you'll do this if you love me. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So, and then what happens for most of the women, they give the money and, you know, the guy always says he'll, he'll replace the money when he comes home. So, now they're banking on getting that money back when this guy comes home. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy's never coming home. Right. Right? Because he doesn't live here anyway. Okay. Diana, do you remember by any chance the exact words that he said to you when he asked you for money? You know... I wish I wish I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> Sorry um, about that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's all in my book. You know, in my book, Francie, I didn't omit anything. Yeah. I okay. have cool. every chat, every email, every text. I have everything in there so that people could follow the story from okay. beginning to end. All right. So, uh, so you- I don't. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he said to me, other than he was in trouble and needed help. You know, and and believe me, I mean, that morning that I was going to the bank, I'm like, are you crazy, Diana? What are you doing? Uh And then, you know, on my way to the bank, I'm like, are you crazy? And even the gal at the bank was like, are you sure about this? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure about this. And you actually sent him a cashier's check, right? This was wired to China. Wired. Okay, you wired it. Okay. I wired it, yeah. And they even said, we're going to give you time to get home and think about this. We're going to call you before we wire it. And on my way home, I was like, you know, when the bank calls, I'm going to tell them not to send this thing. Oh, my gosh. Diana, and they we... called, and I was like, send it. <laughs> We've got to so, take a quick Francie... break. Hey, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right okay. back with D.L. Guerin. Um, don't hold your breath, but we'll be right back. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. Cali's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact Cali at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. 
NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on PIs Declassified. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. The author of Who's the Man Behind the Screen, D.L. Guerin, is talking about dating predators. And, Diana, you were just talking about going to the bank and uh, wiring, making arrangements to wire the money. They're trying to talk you out of it, tell you to go yeah. home and think about it. And, and I, I have to tell you, Diane, I mean, you just mentioned that we've known each other, I guess it's six years, um, yeah. six years now, and I've seen you at a number of conferences. We've talked many times. This feels so out of character for you to even be <gasps> thinking about sending this man $3,500. It's a lot of money. Francie, totally out of character. And even all my local friends were like, Diana, what's happened to you? Who are you? I mean, it was so euphoric. It was like he swept me off my feet. It was, it was, I, I, I can't even explain it. Um, Looking back, totally I can't even explain it. So, but that brings me to another piece. Okay. And some people want to believe it and some don't. But we're talking about Africa. Okay? Yeah. And you can look it up online, and it's called Blood Money. It's in my book. There's a chapter in my book. And these guys go to a juju priest, and, you know, they actually put spells on people. Okay. And the only thing they need to put a spell on you is your picture, your maiden name, and to talk to you on the phone. And he had all of those. Hmm. Did he put a spell on me? I don't know. Uh, are you with me? But I'm with, yeah, I'm with you. So you did you feel like you were a different person? I did. Huh. I did. Okay. And, you know, and that's the thing is that so many of the victims, you know, they've given 100000 160000 280000 and they all say the same thing as if that this man was their drug. So I am not ruling out the spell thing. I am not ruling it out at all, Francie. Okay. And he did ask me for my maiden name, you know? He did? Yes, he did, and he had my picture, and we talked on the phone. So, um... Now, when you now talk, okay, he, you talked on the phone, so he, did, he didn't have any kind of an accent? He sounded like he was from San Diego? No, he did have an accent, but here was his story, is that he was originally from Denmark. Oh. So I was expecting okay. an accent. Even my friend, who is from Paris, one time he called and we were in my car, so I had him on the loudspeaker, and he said, I love you in Danish, and I didn't understand it. And, and I'm like, what did you just say? And my friend said, he just said, I love you in Danish. Huh. So she was convinced, you see? 
So, um, and that's what they do. They tell you they're from another country, but they now live in the U.S., and now they're traveling. So, um, and some of these Nigerians, some of my sources, let me tell you, um, you would not know they're from Nigeria. You would think they were from Australia or from the U.K. But it's not just limited to people from Nigeria. There's scammers, dating scammers all over the world, right? All over the world. Yeah. Yes. Scammers are all over the world, and... You know, people are being scammed all over the world. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be going to Turkey to work with the women in Turkey in the summertime. Okay. And what, so, on this yeah, issue? This, pardon me? On, on this same issue? Correct. Okay. Correct. This is worldwide. So, you know, there's so many red flags, and that's why I wrote the book how I did, is you have to understand the language that comes into play. It's always broken English. Um, one of the things is that, you know, they will steal, they always steal somebody else's picture. It's never their picture, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and you can always take that picture, by the way, and put it into tineye.com and see if it comes up. Sometimes it does, sometimes it does not. But, um, you know, they also steal other people's profiles. Okay. So pay attention in yeah, their let's, profile. Let's back up just a second. Let's back up just a second. Can you spell that, com? Would you spell it? T-I-N-E-Y-E-T-I-N-E-Y-E dot com. Yes. Okay, so you get a picture, folks out there. You get a picture of somebody. You're questioning who they are. Stick it in that, com and see if it comes up. Correct. And it doesn't always but sometimes it will. Okay. I just had somebody try to scam me on Facebook, and it was, it was pretty funny, but, you know, uh, I popped his pictures in, and it came up, and it was an actor in Australia. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what are some so, of the other red flags? Okay. So here's the thing is that they utilize other people's profiles. So you will see, you know, part of the profile will be very well written, and then the other part will not be. Whenever they write also, they never capitalize their eyes. Always look for the lowercase eyes. Okay? Oh, that's interesting. Um, you always want to look if it's on a dating profile. Um, number one, when they correspond with you, it'll be like, hi, pretty, or hi, beautiful, or, you know, been watching you or saw you on the site. Um, when they send you pictures, Look at the numbers on those pictures. A lot of times it'll be like 198765A and then 198765B, you know, and C, or Josh 1, Josh 2, Josh 3, or, or Josh A, Josh B. Josh B. Who, who labels mean? their pictures like that? Right. What does that mean? That's just their, um, their way of knowing what pictures to send you. Okay. Like A, B, C, or one, two, three. Okay. Okay. Um, they're always in the first or second chat. It's always, you know, endearing names as baby, darling, babe, hon, my love, honey, whatever endearing name they they come up with. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, Francie, they use scripture. These men know scripture very well, and that's mm-hmm. another way that they gain your trust. Mm-hmm. They usually mm-hmm. say that they're God fearing men. Mm-hmm. If they are out of Nigeria, they will use such things as, I slept off, I'm going to bath now, 
my parents are late, meaning deceased. I want to have a happy family. I love you with all my life. I promise I will never fail you. It got spoiled. You know, their phone got destroyed or whatever. It would be, it got spoiled. Tell me your true mind. I will not disappoint. I am very strong, and that's meaning sexually, because remember, these guys are in their 20s. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know? So um, this is something. But when you first look at their profile, if it's on a dating site, you, number one, want to look at their occupation. You know, they're usually going to have an occupation such as contractor, um, engineer, uh, something that they're traveling, okay? They will never say that they are a doctor or a lawyer or a factory worker or anything that's stable. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right? Because they have to be able to travel to have the story. The other thing, too, is when you're looking at their profile is they're usually looking for women in the ages of 40 to 70 because that's the women they're hitting on. That's, that's, that's who they're looking for. And remember that this is a job for them, and I, I talk about it in my book. It's a sales job, Francie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the more they do it, the better they get at it. So, you know, and then the other thing is widowed, divorced. And, yeah, a lot of people are widowed and divorced. But start looking at, okay, are there lowercase eyes? Is it 40 to 70? Are they in engineering, construction, oil, something else that requires travel? Mm -hmm. You know, and are they widowed or divorced? Is the spelling and the grammar poor? If all of those are in the profile or many of those, bingo, it's a scammer. Mm -hmm. Don't even talk to them. You know, don't even give them the opportunity. And then on Facebook, you know... Uh, you want to take a look and see how many friends do they have. If they don't have many friends or all of their pictures on Facebook have been uploaded within the last couple of days, guess what? Yeah, there you go. That's, a, that's a good one. They're a scammer, Yeah. right? Yeah. So here's the thing, and I, I really want to say this because it's so important. You know, when you're out looking uh, you know, for somebody to date, we're usually saying, gosh, could we be compatible with him? Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. I want the question to change. I need the question to first be, wow, could this be a scammer? Good. That's good. Right? Right. Let's, let's eliminate, let's look at what we need to look at first before we can ever get our heart involved. So that's the first thing is always be aware and, and look at the red flags. There's over 94 red flags in my book. Look at the red flags and see, could this be a scammer, number one, before you ever let your heart get involved. Well, one of the tips, um, uh, one of the tips Diana, that I really like that you promote is to set up an email just for the dating sites. Oh, absolutely. An email and get yourself a throwaway phone. Good let, idea. Let me, let me say this. Once you get involved with a scammer, they don't let go easily, okay? Mm-hmm. So you do not want them to have much information about you. So here's the thing. Get yourself a throwaway cell phone. Don't give them your real cell phone number. Um, On your profile, don't tell them much. 
because they're going to take whatever you tell them and manipulate you with it. Mm-hmm. So tell them very little, and something I would do now is, you know, if I told you everything, what would we have to talk about? <laughs> right? Right. That's good. So, I mean, you have like to it. understand who you're dealing with here or who you could possibly be dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, Francie. I have not been on not one single dating site where I have not seen a scammer. Okay? That's a They are thing. everywhere. So, t- so tell me, uh, tell us, Diana, what you, you've, you actually, <laughs> you actually manipulated the scammers to tell you how they operated. So t- tell oh, me yeah. some of the things you learned. <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. Um, and here's some of the things. Okay, you have your beginner scammers. You have your intermittent, so, you know, they're past just learning, but they're not a professional yet. Uh-huh. And then you have your professionals. Okay. And let me tell you, if you get a hold of a professional, they have many tools. They have fictitious bank websites, news websites, equipment and construction websites. They have fictitious documents such as contracts, passports, check, social security numbers, airline itineraries, Fictitious cams. Oh, let me talk about this one, please. So many people might believe because he'll come on cam. That is a fictitious cam. Okay. So you're talking about like on Skype or something? Yeah, if they come on Skype or, you know, even instant message, whatever, um, IMO, however they're going to do it. Somebody comes on cam, you want to make sure they're in real time. So if they're wearing glasses, be like, oh, you know, take your glasses off. I want to see what you look like without your glasses. Oh, that's a nice watch. Put that up to the, to the camera. Let me see that closer. I want to know how tall you are. Could you stand up, please? Mm-hmm. And you know, so, we have to become smart. Okay. Okay. And, and so what happens? So play that out. What would happen? Well, if they can't do any of those things that you're asking them to do, you automatically know that that's a fictitious cam. That's not their cam. They had that pre-made. Okay. Okay. They're just showing you that to get you again, Francie. We talked in the beginning. How do they get you to trust them? Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways. Okay. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm they, a little confused. So is is the the photo static or is it somebody? I mean. I'm, it's I'm trying to be moving. Okay, but it's, it's but it, you're talking to them. So how is, how does it become a fake cam? Well, you're usually not talking to them. You're just seeing them move. There's no voice to it. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Um, something's always wrong with their. Most of the time, they won't come on cam because a lot of them do not have that ability. But the ones who have that ability, it will be, you can see them moving. So, And then they'll say, oh, I just wanted you to see me on cam, but it won't stay up long, okay? Well, that would also, <laughs> based on what you've said, Diana, if they have a camera, if they're able to use that, they're probably more sophisticated than the average bear. Oh, absolutely. They're your yeah. professional. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and then they have what's called a voice changer that they buy out of China, and that changes their voice into a woman's voice or a child, a, a little girl's voice or a little boy's voice. And they many times will use children. Mm-hmm. I had one of them, Francie, and I knew he was a scammer right out of the gate. And to get the story, the story is in my book, by the way. 
And this man said that his daughter, you know, had fallen and broken her legs. And the next thing you know, I get a picture of this little girl that looks like she's in a coma with tubes in her mouth and her nose. Oh, my gosh. Even though I knew he was a scammer, my heart was ripped at. You see? Right. They're going to use children. But when you talk to a child on the phone, it's not a child. Nine times out of ten, it's them using a voice changer. Um, they can buy SIM cards for any country's phone carriers, like AT&T here in the United States uh-huh. or um, Verizon, Sprint, any of them, and they just put the SIM card in their phone, and then you think they're calling from the United States. Uh-huh. The other thing, too, is that, you know, the top of the, the line, because this is a criminal, you know, it's like, kind of like the mafia, and they're called the Yahoo Boys, by the way. Worldwide, they're called the Yahoo Boys. Okay. And the very top tier of this, they're called the chair for chairman of the board. Chair. Okay. Correct. Okay. And that man is the one who is not in a third world country. He's in America or UK or somewhere that has good internet service and good banking services. And he is also the one who will... um, you know, he has all the credit cards that have been hacked. He's a hacker. Okay. Okay? So your professionals buy their credit cards from the chair. Now, what happens, let's say that the Yahoo boy hits for a hundred grand. Okay? Okay. He will have that hundred grand sent to the chair, which is where mine went in China. I would guarantee it. Mm-hmm. The chair will keep 40% and then forward the money 60% onto the scammer. Rather than what your scammer told you, that he only got 20, 200 yeah, out of the 3500 Yeah, he said he got $200, which yeah. I never believed him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's really the hierarchy of it. And um, so, you know, they go to great lengths, Francie, to pull this off. Um, they have many different ways. Uh, if if they're whoever's over here or wherever they are, it's their point of contact to send the money. They call them either the picker or the offshore guy. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's come back to that. I want to hear more about this, okay. Diana. That sure. was the voice of Deal, Diana Garan. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call one 800 350 C-A-L-I. 
for a national association, Francie's Choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. Today's program features protecting yourself from online dating scams with Diana D.L. Guerin, who wrote a book about it? We're just talking about um, we're just talking about the hierarchy. So you were just saying, Diana, that there's people called pickers. What are the pickers? Well, the pickers, um, you know, they they're either pickers or offshore is what they're called, and uh, they could be here in the United States. And a lot of times, if a man can't get money out of a woman, he will then ask her to pick up the money, keep ten percent for herself, and then send him the rest. And then that implicates her into uh, money laundering, and she doesn't even realize it. Okay. Okay? The other thing they will do when they get a credit card that, you know, has been hacked and stolen, they will instantly go online and buy computers and phones and all kind of electronics and send it to a woman and then have her send it to them. Again, that's bad news. They also do uh, something that's called an advance scheme, advance fraud scheme, and that's where they, it's called flashing, they call it flashing, where it looks like they've deposited money into a bank account, mm-hmm. your bank account. Mm-hmm. And then a, two days later, they'll say, babe, you know, hey, you know, I, I put 250000 in there, but I need 150000 of that. Please go take it and send it to me. So the woman will go to the bank, you know, take that out and send it to them. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, the bank's like, hey, that money was never put in there. And then that money, you know, that woman's responsible for that money, Francie. Mm-hmm. And I have victims, by the way, who actually have criminal records because of this. Really? Okay? I do. You guys, you know, it's so important. People have to be educated because, you know, it's your heart, it's your money, your financial future, and possibly even a criminal record that you can be involved in with this stuff. So it's how, not would, how would a woman be charged criminally for unknowingly getting involved in something like this? You have to prove that you didn't know it. How do you prove that? Mm-hmm. How do you prove that? The same thing is when a woman freely gives this money, it's not considered theft, and it should be, and I'm going to work on laws. The laws are already there. They're just not being utilized, Francie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it is manipulation. It's fraud through manipulation. Oh, and that comes back to, you know, if they scam you, you are then known to them as a MAGA, M-A-G-A. Okay, what and what that, mean? that means is fool through trickery. Okay. And when they're working you, you are called a client. 
when they are on the computer or their phone scamming you, that's, you know, they're going to the piano. They're going to play, play the piano. Huh. Okay. So, you know, I mean, this is a whole syndicate that's worldwide. Right. A whole syndicate that's worldwide. Well, clearly worldwide. it's very profitable. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Dr. Phil had a woman on yesterday. Um, this woman had an inheritance. She sent this man $1,422,252.24. Oh, my goodness. That's almost a million and a half dollars, Francie. Yeah. Wow. And let me, let me also say this, and we do have, um, you know, we have an awareness campaign going on out there. And on Facebook, we have a support group called Support Group of Romance Scam Victims. Um, these women need somebody to work with them because they're so broken. I mean, they have, uh, they've been through so much, and we're here to do that. We even have a counselor on staff. But it's not just women, is it, Diana? No, it's men, too. But, you know, and I, the last time I was on a radio show, I said, what about us? Yeah. And, but I can't speak into how they're doing it to the men because I'm not a man. Right. You know, however, I've had many men come to me and say, it's happened to me, it's happened to me. And most of the time with the men, it's like the women are going to fly to meet them or something like that, mm-hmm. but they can't afford to, so they want money for the airline ticket, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. So, but no, and you know, Francie, and here's the thing, we really need, number one, you know, people to stop feeling ashamed and embarrassed about this Absolutely. and start talking about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and realize they did nothing wrong other Diana, than trust wanna, somebody. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, do you want to give your website? Because I know you started a website on this issue. The yeah, um, I have two of them, actually. Uh, the book website is dlgarin.com. Okay. And then Silent Victim No More. We can no more be silent about this. If we start talking, these scammers lose, at least through this revenue. Through silent, this stream um, of revenue. Silent victims no silent, silent victim, victim no more no dot more yeah. dot com. Okay. Yeah. Victim is singular. Yeah, yeah that's okay. singular. Silent victim no more. Okay. And um you know, into a scammer I mean they get brutal, Francie. And the second book will be coming out next month and that's about the military scams and they're brutal. Let me tell you, they are brutal, brutal, brutal. And what these scammers do is they steal pictures of our military guys and pretend to be military. Well, it's interesting, women... it's interesting you say that, Diana, because when I was telling my daughter about this show the other day, she, has, she said she'd seen this on Facebook. Yep. Yep. And, and if you look closely, it's pretty easy to identify this isn't the real guy. But you yeah, have to but look closely. Thing, people have to look. Yeah, you have to look You closely. know, that's what I said earlier. The first thing we have to say is, is this a scammer? Not, oh, is he good-looking? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So we have to change the way that we see things. And, you know, the world isn't the same anymore, Francie. It's just not. Well, it's true. And we have to act accordingly. You know, we have to be educated. And think about it. You know, the age group 40 through 70, I don't know when you started using the computer, but I was in my mid-30s. Well, and 40 to 70 says a lot of things because 40 to 70, a woman is more likely to have money, for example. She's more likely to have uh, had a a bad romance, be a widow, um, all those things that go into vulnerability. 
Yeah, so you know, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and they're looking for money. They're not looking to fall in love. Right. And they say the same thing to every woman, and they're usually working 30 to 50 clients at a time. Yeah, now you've, uh, you profiled several characters, and I see pictures of them, uh, pretty good-looking guys that are not the real guys, right? Correct. Uh, this uh, Brett oh. Robeson. Uh-huh. What was the deal with him? Well, he actually, um, you know, he was quick for the money, so he wasn't good at all. He wasn't on point at all. But he's actually the one who became one of my sources. Okay. And he taught me about the, um, uh, what did I want to say? He taught me about the spells. That's the other thing, too, now they talk about the spells, is that the women fall in love with the picture, Francie. Okay. Okay, and with working with the victims, if I can get them to get rid of that picture and burn that picture, we can get through the process much quicker. Okay. But they are in love with that picture. Huh. I don't understand it all, okay? I just know how it happens. So he is the one that taught me about the spells, yes. Jimmy Jackson and Robin was pretty interesting because... They both had the same format, and they both came at me. And, you know, and I still don't know if it was the same scammer or if it was two different scammers using the same format, because they use formats. Okay. So it's two different and pictures. And they share formats. But their vernacular is the same. Correct. Uh-huh. Correct. So... And you have to watch, I mean, I don't recommend anybody go out there and do this kind of work because it's very difficult. You know, if you don't have some kind of background, you don't want to be playing with these guys. You just don't. Um, Bob Gigant, the teacher of many things, I mean, he did teach me a lot. But, Francie, I knew he was Nigeria right out of the gate because the first email he sent to me, it said sent from MTN carrier. So, of course, I went and researched MTN, and it was Nigeria Carrier. Okay. So that's the other thing. Don't believe what they're saying to you. Research it. You know, it's like research everything. You cannot believe, and that's why it's called Who is the Real Man Behind the Screen? Because we don't know. Right, right. And we're in the comfort of our own home, so we we feel safe. Right. We are not. (laughs) That's part of the problem. Exactly. Yeah. And we never know who's behind that screen. You know, and even they they could show you a fake video. You don't know who's behind that screen. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be aware to that. You know, that it, it really is fascinating and it it is hard to understand sitting here how you can get sucked into that, but at the same time, you're right. You're sitting in your comfort of your own home. You feel secure. You're just you're just typing, and yep. uh, you get drawn in. It's yeah, it is. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Paul Price, who is prior law enforcement who worked internet crimes, wrote the foreword for my books, and he he got me to understand something that I didn't understand is that because all we have is a screen, everything that we've learned from a child up, you know, to protect ourselves isn't there. You can't see their eyes. There's no eye eye contact. Uh-huh. There's no body language. Uh-huh. And these guys already know what they're doing. We don't, but right. they do. Yeah. 
So we are at a disadvantage all the way around, Francie. We're well, just like know, sitting ducks, you know? I mean, we've uh-huh. talked about this being a worldwide problem, but particularly I think Americans are vulnerable. We, we are a little too trusting all the time. Um, I don't know how it works in other countries, but it does happen here. I mean, there, there are many skeptics, but at the same time, there are many people that are just very trusting because they've never, they've never been scammed for example, right. so they don't think that they could be. Now, here's the other thing, is that usually once somebody's scammed once, they're going to be scammed more than once. Yeah, because now they're a target. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies I'm working with was scammed four times. Really? Right? And another one two times. Yes. Yes. And, you know, so and it's hard to wrap your brain around all this. It is. You know, because it's like, well, how can that happen? And I still don't have all the answers to how it or why. I know it's happening, and I have a lot of the pieces of the puzzle. Well, I, but, I um, really like the idea that you have um, talked directly to the scammers, that you've, gotten, <laughs> that you've gained their trust. I love that. You've gained the Francie, trust of the scammers. To share I'm with on you. their BlackBerry Messenger. I oh. listen to the music they listen to. <laughs> I watch all the pictures that goes up on their display. Oh I have talked to them every day for two and a half years. Yeah. That's fascinating that you were able to do that. And for you to de- develop all these red flags, are just it's really beneficial. Um, I certainly... I mean, I've, you know, we see some of this when we get the phishing scams on our, into our computer, and we read them and mm-hmm. say, oh, my gosh, this is, this is a Nigerian scam right off the top. But those are, those are the guys that aren't very sophisticated. Correct. Correct. So you're and talking about... a lot many... of people have talked about them for years and years and years, but... N- not many people are talking about this, Francie. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're not. Because, but like you said, because people are embarrassed. Once it happens, they're embarrassed so they don't tell anybody. Right. Until it gets out of I was way embarrassed. But I'm like, yeah. you know, well, I even told the guy who got me, I said, thank you. And I meant that because I realized there was an issue and it was like, I know what I have to do now. I have to educate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, and it's the same with the victims I'm working with. It's like, let it go and help the bigger picture of educating worldwide. Well, you have a great mission, Diana, and, and I think it's, it's well worth the time you spent on it. Do you, we're almost to the end of our hour. Do you have any final words you want to give people that are listening that might be possibly potential victims? Yeah, or even those you that know, are helping victims. Absolutely. You know, number one, again, um, there's nothing to feel ashamed about. And I encourage you, if you have been scammed, contact me, diana at dlgarin.com. Talk with me about it, you know. Become part of the army that's going to educate there people. There you go. Really. We, you know, can you imagine Francie having an army of women battling this? <laughs> Ha-ha, we win. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That would be an awesome you know, force. <laughs> yeah, well, we can be an awesome force. You know, if we come together, we can be. Right, and, so. you know, you're never going to stop the scammer, but if you stop the money going to the scammer, 
they will stop going on to the to the romance That's scam it. side That's of it. it. Okay, we're at the end of the hour. Diana, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and for doing the work you've done to bring these methods of the scammers to light. Also, thanks to our loyal sponsor, IRB Search, a proprietary online data provider for the private investigator community. If you do not know about IRB Search, go online to irbsearch.com. And tune in again next week as we declassify more real stories from real investigators and those related topics like Diana's. If you guys declassified, I'm Francie Kaler. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to P.I.'s Declassified with your host, Francie Kaler. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern time. That's 9 a.m. for you West Coast listeners. P.I.'s Declassified explores stories of deceit, mystery, and detectives unraveling the truth. Every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call 1-800-350-CALI. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. This is Rick Osick, President of Famous Footwear. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the U.S. As a business leader, I know that babies born very sick or too soon cost businesses billions of dollars each year, in addition to the emotional stress on employees and their families. That's why Famous Footwear is committed to raising funds to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in the March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud